they'll turn the call over to you for devotion and prayer, and I will connect with you at the end of prayer. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, people of God. Uh, this is uh, the Thursday after Resurrection uh, Sunday, uh, after our celebrations, after all that we have acknowledged, uh, some things have still continued to be uh, on my heart and in my spirit. Uh, from Ephesians uh, chapter one is where we'll come from today. Um, and I love uh, Ephesians uh, because here uh, we know, of course, the Apostle Paul penned this, uh, this letter to the church at Ephesus, but we see such a rich understanding of the benefits and the blessings that we have in Christ Jesus. Uh, and so I want to go ahead and give us um, uh, just just the, the the things, the points to remember, uh, things to carry with us. Uh, we have been granted access. We are positioned and postured in authority and we are accountable for what we do with it. We have been granted access. Uh, we are positioned and postured in authority authority, and we are accountable for what we do with it. Access, authority, accountable. Access, authority, accountable. Uh, the scripture reference uh, comes from the first chapter of the book of Ephesians, and I will begin with the third verse. Blessed be uh, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, uh, to the praise uh, of the glory of his grace, by which he uh, made us accepted in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. And then uh, uh, verse nine, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him, in him. Uh, also, we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory in him. You also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the truth, the gospel of your salvation in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of, of the purchased possession to the praise of 
his glory. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, uh, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. What does that mean? That means we have access. We are seated in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus. We have access because of the work that Christ has done. Because of the work that Christ has done, we have access to the heavenlies. Uh, that is why we have uh, the ability uh, to pray because we've been reconciled to God the Father. But to have access to the heavenlies means that we have uh, access to the highest place of uh, uh, authority. Uh, we have access uh, to all of the great work of heaven. Uh, that is why we have the capacity, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, power, the uh, authority, uh, because we have access, we have the authority uh, to pull down strongholds. That is why we have the uh, uh, ability uh, to cast down those things and to subdue the things uh, in the earth that do not line up with the word of God in our lives. That is why we have the ability to overcome anything that comes our way. And so whatever the situation may be, whatever the circumstance, whatever we have to face, whatever life happens, we know that Jesus has already covered that, that Jesus has already covered that because we sit in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus. We're, we, we haven't made it there and yet we already are there. We are seated in the heavenlies. That means we have access. We have access to divine power to destroy, to pull down, to annihilate strongholds. We have divine power to overcome obstacles, anything that stands in our way. We have divine power because of the access we have in the heavenlies. <laughs> That's divine relationship and divine power. We have been granted access in order for us to do the great things in the earth that bring glory to God according to his purpose and his will. It says we have been uh, given destiny because of the work of Jesus Christ. Divine destiny declares that we live to declare the works of Christ Jesus 
the word of God in the words we say and in the way that we live. We've been granted access so that we might reflect God's glory in the earth. And it was good and pleasing to him to do so. The text told us that. And so God has given us what we need and everything is covered in that. Now, I don't mean to trivialize the experiences and the life challenges uh, that you go through, that we go through. After all, I was somebody's mama at age 14. Uh, I, I grew up with uh, a, a father that it took ne nearly uh, 20 years for him to kick drug addiction. I grew up in a household where my mother was on disability and had all kinds of health, health challenges. Uh, I, I, I got married at age 48. Praise God. I love my husband. I love the gift that God has given to me. But I got married at age 48. Before I turned 49, he was in a catastrophic accident that God uh, uh, kept him uh, and healed him and brought him uh, uh, back from. And, and so I know what trouble is. I know what trials are. And so I don't mean to trivialize anybody's life experiences, but what I do know is that no matter what we face, everybody who is in Christ Jesus, who has access to the heavenlies. There is nothing that you face that God has not given you the ability to overcome. There is nothing that you face that you don't already have priority and position over it because you are seated in the heavenlies. Now, when we are talking about where Christ sits in the heavenlies and being seated with him, that is the third heaven. That is the highest of heavens. Uh, 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 that 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 suggests that uh, even in the uh, uh, in the spaces of the heavenlies where principalities uh, have power and authority, that Jesus Christ is even over those things, and that is why we can honestly say whatever it is, it's under His feet. <laughs> We've been granted access. We've got that kind of access. We are royalty in Christ Jesus. We are sons and daughters who have access to everything that the Father has promised us in his word. And then we've been sealed. I mean, it's a done deal. The work of Jesus Christ, uh, that's why Jesus could say it is finished because he had completed the work. He knew that he would be uh, uh, resurrected. And so he, he knew the work was done. He had come to do uh, and done what he came to do. But he knew he would be resurrected. Uh, and, and, and once he got up, uh, there was no power, no demon in hell, no anything, no principality, no uh, uh, issue of life that would be greater. And, and those who believe would be able to conquer and overcome all things. That is why the word can tell us we're more than conquerors. We've been granted access, but access is not so we can brag about what we have. Access is so that we might reflect his glory. That's why we have authority because of the position that we're in seated in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus, adopted as sons and daughters. Kingdom, 
kids to reflect the light of God's glory in the earth realm. Somebody ought to be able to look at your life and see that God resides with you, within you. Somebody ought to be able to listen to your conversation and know that God is real in your life. Somebody ought to look at you that doesn't even know you and say, she has something, he has something. I don't know what it is, but it seems like they got that bounce back. It seems like they just keep coming back no matter what's thrown at them. It seems like they're able to overcome no matter what comes their way. It seems as if even in the midst of all kinds of crazy hardship that they find their way out. Somebody ought to be able to look at you and see that because of where you are positioned because of the authority that resides on your life. There are some things that we can just simply cast down because of divine authority that's in us. But then there are some things that we must uh, endure. Whatever the case may be, God has given us what we need. Jesus has already covered that. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. It does not mean that the hardships, the issues, the tragedies, and all of those things will never come. I, I never want to be one of those preachers who, who tell people that, that stuff won't happen to them uh, because, uh, because of, 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 of who they are in Christ. There are some things we can avoid, yes, but we don't know all of the things that will befall us. There are some things that are filtered through God's hands and that God allows in order for our growth and our development. And so I can't promise you that you won't ever go through anything. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That's false teaching. And that is uh, wishful thinking. Hardship will come. Life happens. The sun rises and sets on the just and the unjust. Stuff happens, but whatever it is, you've got the application for it. Jesus has already covered that. And so I don't trivialize it, but I want to encourage us uh, to begin to view the trial, begin to view the pain differently and see God at work doing the miraculous in us. That is why the apostle Paul said to them, I'm praying for you that your understanding will be enlightened. I'm praying for you that you will be able to see this great thing that God has done. That you will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? And that's according to the power that that he worked when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the heavenly places far above every principality and power, far above all might dominion and every name that is named. And because we are seated with him, we have access 
to his power because we are seated with him. We are in position of authority over all of these things in our lives as long as we name the name of Jesus and we have relationship with him and we walk intimately with him and we proclaim his word. We have access, we have authority and we are accountable for what we do with it. Paul was not praying this prayer simply to pray a prayer over the people at the church of Ephesus. He was praying this prayer so that they would be able to stand in days that are dark in a community, in a society uh, that was filled with all kinds of evil so that they would be able to know uh, the, the hope of God's glory in their lives that they may reflect the glory of God so that others would come to know Jesus Christ. Listen, that's the reason you exist. Destiny may play out differently in our lives according to our occupations or according to our specific callings. But at the end of the day, you got one job. I have one job. That is to reflect the glory of God uh, uh, in my life, sharing the gospel through what I say and what I do so that others might come to know him. I have access. I'm seated in the heavenlies. I have authority because I sit with Christ Jesus and he has authority over all things. And I am accountable for what I have received. I'm accountable so that others may come to know him, so that I am walking in the victorious life that God has ordained for me and I'm not living beneath God's blessings. And I'm not talking about stuff. I'm talking about peace. I'm talking about power. I'm talking about authority, stability, certainty. Even when my situation doesn't look like it, that I can still know and have confidence, swelling confidence that the word of God is true. Let every man be alive, but let the word of God be true. And I can stand on his word. I can trust in his promises. I can see past my pain and I can look forward to every promise. And I can celebrate his goodness even in the midst of all things. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the work of Christ Jesus in our lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for us when we were yet sinners. Thank you for being everything that we will need, for sending your spirit 
to reside on the inside, to dwell in us, <laughs> to remind us of your word, to remind us of the hope of glory. <laughs> Thank you for reminding us that we sit with you in the heavenlies. Thank you for reminding us that, that you don't just give us a seat at the table, but you prepare the table for us. <laughs> God, thank you for reminding us to celebrate all that you have done, even in the face of adversity, God, knowing that you are the promise keeper, knowing that you are the way maker, knowing that there is nothing that we have to face, that we come against, that happens uh, as a part of our lives, challenges, whatever they may be, God, we know that we have already overcome, that in Christ Jesus, all things have been covered and that you are our exceeding great reward. You are provision for us. And God, forgive us that sometimes we can miss what you're doing because we don't value what you have done. Thank you for access. Thank you for authority. Thank you that you hold us accountable and give us everything we need to accomplish the great work that you have for our lives. So help us, oh God to use the access and the authority, oh God, to pull down strongholds, oh God, to destroy curses, to proclaim blessings, to spread your gospel within our families, to share the truth of your word, oh God, to show the love of Christ to those who need to see it. God, we thank you for the great work you have done. God, help us to never take for granted the greatest gift that you have given that keeps on giving and giving and giving. Help us to remember the power of your spirit that resides in us. Help us to remember the authority that we have when we feel powerless in situations. Help us to remember the access we have. When we feel like we can't see where you are, we can't feel where you are, God, to know that we are with you and you are with us. That we have been granted access that never ends. We have access for all eternity. God, thank you. We thank you that we are accountable for what we do with it because it means that we get to participate in what you're doing. And so God, be glorified in our lives. Get glory. Let us reflect the light of your glory in the earth that others may be drawn to you, God. Let us re be reminded that every promise from you is true. 
It's true. Yay and amen. And God, we thank you. That you've never fallen short of your word. We thank you. That you are not a man that you should lie. That you watch over your word to make sure it performs the thing that you send it out for. And we proclaim your goodness every day <laughs> with our lives and what, what we do with what you have given us. We thank you and we bless you. <laughs> 